welcome to the Scottish podcast by Scottish people about Scottish things. We're three lifelong friends and displaced Scotsmen who get together to talk about our homeland, the weird stuff that happens there, and to remind us why we are the way we are. Welcome to This'll Do Nicely. Hello everybody and welcome to today's story with Rory. I am Rory and I am joined by my two bezies, Christopher and Jonathan. Ooh. How are we doing boys? Hi. Not bad, mate. Not Welcome. bad, not bad, not bad. Welcome back. <laughs> okay, not bad. This is this is exciting because although this is part two of our A to Z culture shocks in Scotland, this is also the day this is being released 1 a.m. Eastern time before our burn supper extravaganza. Whoa. You, you too excited? Can't wait. Good grief. Tonight we're going to be... Online live <laughs> with three of thousands <laughs> of readers just clamoring to chat to us about Rabbi Burns. You better make this one count, yeah. then, boys. Ooh. How are you <laughs> feeling about it? You excited? You nervous? Oh, we're going to smash Ooh. it. I mean, I've got no yeah. no qualms about the three of us. We bring it every week, every single week. Yeah. <laughs> never, never dropped the ball, not even once. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I like it. I love the confidence. Uh, I'm excited to hear your two-hour rendition of um, Old Lang Syne. Not the song, the actual poem, because, you know, that's how you perform it best, Chris. Mm. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Um, Yeah, everybody, if you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, I assume everybody stays up until 1 a.m. Eastern time, downloads it and listens to this the podcast immediately. That's just... I assume that's what everybody does. So if you are listening to this tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we will be on Zoom. The details will be uh, on our social medias, maybe on the show notes uh, for this episode. Uh, you can email us, thisodonicelypod at gmail.com for the details. You can also check out Twitter, thisodonicelypod, and no, thisodopod on Twitter and Thistle Dupod on Instagram. There is uh, also a clue in the book Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets <laughs> uh, because retroactively, obviously, we're doing this podcast on behalf of Tom Riddle. And if you yes. look at the diary entries in the Chamber of Secrets, it spells out when the special Burns Night <laughs> Zoom Time meeting is. <laughs> it's got the password in there. Yeah, Tom... Is regretting emailing us so much right now. <laughs> Just fucking bastards. It's not funny. This book's been out for it twenty years. <laughs> I don't even think wizards are real. <laughs> uh, he could go okay. visit the that famous bridge, couldn't he? While he's in Scotland, where the <laughs> train have, drives over what, the Fourth Road Bridge. This... You're gonna have to know. You're gonna have to narrow <laughs> the that dog one down. suicide bridge. No, the one that isn't there that famous one that they, they shoot the train going over in Harry Potter, and it's that bit of Johnny. Oh, sure. Johnny, it's not in the A to Z, mate. Look, you're gonna be honest, you can't I've just enough in... more than I can do here. <laughs> <Can't> introduce that. <laughs> I thought you. I thought someone might know the details, but. Apparently not. So Tom, I'm just Tom, if there. you know the details, please get in touch. <laughs> Johnny is put himself into a vocabulary really cul-de-sac. Dived right in now. at the deep end without any. Don't worry, flippers. I'm I'm going to pull us out um, of this little hole. Glenfinnan so, Viaduct. I knew it was a thing. Nobody cares. 
It's in Inverness, sure. K- oh, <sighs> okay. This was not. Uh, this was not accidental. Do you really that was think accidental. Tom likes? Good. It's lucky, isn't it? Harry Potter. No, he absolutely he hates has a it. Visceral hatred. He's a it. massive, yeah. massive fan of Amber Spyglass. He loves Philip Pullman. <laughs> he might I be a huge I. fan of viaducts, though. You know. <laughs> in which Stop case, it. perfect. Stop it. Yeah. You've uh, just lu- you okay. lucked into the fact that that's an Inverness shirt. You nah. totally lucked in. <laughs> it's good though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pull it out your arse. You've done well. You fi- it's a classic Johnny move. You fished it out like a little wee jobby. Exactly. Oh, Thank nice you. Segue. Thank you. So what we did last week was the first half or so of our A to Z of culture shocks of when you go to Scotland, uh, what you should experience and what you might experience when you get there. Um, we talked about things like deep fried Mars bars, the Edinburgh trams, Greg's uh, islands. And then we stopped at the letter J because I think we're going to probably spend an entire episode talking about the next <laughs> letter and the next word, which is jobby. 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 Um, <laughs> all right, look, let's face it. If you're listening to this podcast, you've probably listened to a few episodes before and you know that we are infantiles. We are the uneducated idiots that Chris was talking about all last episode. Um, and I can't help it. Jobby is a great word. <laughs> it's very it's satisfying. I've actually so fun. I've forgotten the fact that this is going to help him as a teacher. Remember the game? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. The game, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, Jobby means <laughs> poo. Silly. It's as simple as that. It's a Scottish word. Um, it, it's it's kind of fun. It's kind of... I don't know. It's just like, I'm going for a wee jobby. <laughs> or there's... there's I, I'll drop in. So if you go back to our Billy Conley episode, uh, he has a just outstanding little discussion about jobbies. And I, I'll drop that in here so you all can listen to it. There you go, yo. Y'all. Again, from last week. So you do a wee wee, or perchance a jobby. <laughs> Some people jobby all the time. Personally, I've never been known to jobby. People in people in show business and royalty never ever do jobbies. I love this words. It's very very funny. It's very satisfying to say. Satisfying to do as well. <laughs> I agree with so, that. Mate. I absolutely agree yeah. with that. <laughs> But to your point, there is also a school game, and maybe it's out of fashion these days, but at least when we were in school, there was a game where all you would do was say the word jobby, but you would start off really, really quiet. And the game was to say jobby louder and louder until somebody got caught. Jobby. Yes. I mean, do the the great games ever go out of fashion? I could imagine Squid Game uh, doing an episode on that. Oh yeah! Yes, I agree. That'd be great. Yeah, just them sitting in a classroom quietly saying "jobby." Yeah. As we said in the last episode, we didn't have a lot of luck with the girls in school. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy playing jobby. <laughs> um, I always thought it was uh, like a, just a universal word that everybody knew it, but I didn't realize it was specific to Scotland until I kind of left. And then realize that nobody quite knew what I was talking about when I was talking about jobbies. I also think you've, I remember um, I used to do a little bit of work slightly further north in Scotland. And I worked with this old painter guy um, called Alistair. And he would, he was, 
like much much older than us but he would talk about like pieces of work he was doing like a little jobby and i was yes. I mean, yes. being so immature i just every time was like giggling under my breath was like oh we've got a little jobby down the, down the road it's like <laughs> <laughs> terrible you you are right that is another use for it um like fairly common but not nearly as common as poo oh, are we jobby on today <laughs> yeah wow so i mean silly. as you say rory we'd love to spend a whole episode on it uh and the sort of history of the words and where it's come from no one knows the origins of uh, jobby and no one knows where it's plopped out from uh but i think we should move on to k uh which is a fairly obvious one um and jo- Johnny, this won't be a shock. Well, no, it's it? not a shock. It's not a culture shock. But I, I'm going to argue that it's a culture shock in that it's not as common as Americans might think. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. K is going to be kilts, and you can go back and listen to our episode on clans. We've not done a specific kilt episode, have we? Uh, not. Yeah. 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 Did, I've, I've, or do we? Did it fall into Kaylee? It fell into clans and Kaylee. I, I mean, it, oh. I do remember breaking down yeah, the kilt. I, I, so, I think yeah, the, the nice romantic version about Scotland is that everybody wears a kilt, everybody's brave heart, blah, 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 you know, fighting for freedom. You know, we're all just sitting there in our blue and white face paint, doing a wee jobby, eating a deep fried Mars bar, etc., <laughs> uh, etc. Et but yeah, kilts aren't really as common as uh, you might think um, to the um, American moving over. Not that it's we find it an insult or anything like that. We love them. Like I've got a kilt. I'm sure you two guys both have a kilt. I'm pretty sure it don't fit into mine anymore. Um, sadly, <laughs> uh, thanks COVID. Uh, but um, <laughs> you tend to wear them just for special occasions these days, mainly for weddings. And if you wear them for the wedding, you got to make sure you don't upstage the bride, and you're not like the only guy wearing a kilt there. You got to make sure that you do it with like three or four other guys, uh, and. Yeah, I'm not going to dwell on it too much, but kilts aren't like. I mean, what's the American national dress? Is it's like a hot pants, a fanny pack. Uh, no, jorts. Jo- it's got to jo- be jorts. Jorts, a fanny pack, a USA vest, uh, Crocs, and a New York <laughs> Yankees baseball cap. Probably right. Yeah, that's I think that's yeah. probably it. Only for Jordans. special occasions, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. you wear a red Yankees hat for special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean the the number of times and i think each one of us have done this um worn i mean i remember wearing my kilt to a wedding in <laughs> new orleans and you must have been so sweaty so sweaty and then so that the bride asked me i think you're right chris don't upstage the bride but she asked me to wear my kilt she said that she wanted that so i said okay of course but there's this thing that they do in New Orleans or, or Louisiana um, called Second Line, where after the, I hope I got that right, uh, after the wedding, they basically do this parade to the reception. And it resulted, it meant that I had to walk through the, the French Quarter and Bourbon Street wearing my kilt. And it was <sighs> just... I thought I was going to get attacked. <laughs> it was terrifying. Just people yelling at me from balconies. Throwing you, people coming they out throwing you like, like those bars. It was luckily not Mardi Gras. So it wasn't that insane, but it was 
pretty There's something quite quite amazing about wearing them in places they don't sh- like i actually i went to rory on this i went and wore my kilt recently actually a memorial for someone but it was in <clears throat> palm springs for a good friend of mine and uh it, it it was a sad occasion, but like we we all like dressed up a lot for it and kind of like celebrated the life. And but there was a moment where we're sort of walking down the street in 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 the desert, effectively like wearing a kilt. And there was something like amazing about these people driving past and doing sort of double takes at you of <laughs> yeah. like, why is there a kilt in Palm Springs? It's very odd, but it, it's kind of like quite nice to have those moments. Rory, to celebrate stuff. Do you remember we went a few years back? We were out, I think, for a. I think it was Burns Night. It was either Burns Night or St. Andrew's Night. And we all went to a bar afterward. Um, it was about... My dad My dad was over. Uh, yeah, I remember the and, night. I don't remember going to the bar. But we went... Yeah, we went to a bar surprising. afterward. And I don't think we paid for a drink all night. It was like when, you know... Oh my God, you're right. I forgot It was about like that. when, you know, the sailors come in for Fleet Week. <laughs> yes. But we were wearing kilts. Uh, and it was... It was... Uh, just a bunch of drunk business, you know, Wall Street bros. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if one of us, one of them was hitting on us or whatever. We but, just chatted them up. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was hilarious. I think that was probably, I don't know if that was the last time I wore it. Maybe it was my wedding last time I wore it. But yeah, definitely need to lose some weight and get back into it. Uh, <laughs> we should do that more often. Yeah, man. Go out and just get free drinks. And Absolutely. Um, the only thing is, you you pay for it by other drunk Americans coming out to you. Oh, you know, I'm actually a McLeod myself. <laughs> uh yeah. Can I wear that kilt? Because I don't know what I can wear. Have you ever seen the McDonald tartan? Because that's that's what my uncle wore. <laughs> All right, mate. Sure. I, okay. Whatever. Yeah. You say. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a main pitfall that we can put in under kilts that uh, Scottish people don't want to hear that when you're over there. Um, Amer- and it's a main pitfall that American tourists fall into of, oh my God, my uncle was a McLeod. And you're just like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. They're all McLeods or McAllens or Mick something. Yeah. And it's... We don't yes. care. We frankly don't care. <laughs> don't, don't, sorry. Um, <laughs> if you buy me a drink, I'll listen to you all night. Don't worry yeah. about it. I'd love to hear all about your family lineage. That would be the equivalent of us going over and being like oh my god my dad went to disney world when he was 30 and he loved he was my dad was on the original space mountain (laughs) yeah yeah um here's a question or or a question for you guys for tom can tom wear a kilt Yeah. No, he can't. He needs he mm. needs to have really? genuine Scottish ancestry to do it. <laughs> I actually I disagree. I, don't know. I, I, I think I, I agree with Johnny. One. Yeah, I yeah, think I don't think I think they're kept special, but I don't think they're exclusive to us. I think we should be welcoming. Them I back. no, so, I disagree with you guys. I'm a purist. Uh, I, I, he <laughs> no, I I just think it makes you be too much of a wannabe if you. You do that. I mean, not on. I don't think you should get off the flight wearing it. <laughs> no, but like, like you know. Get... But if he was going to a Cayley or a wedding in Scotland, he gets invited to an Inverness wedding. Yeah, that'd be quite fun. I think. Uh, Cayley is slightly different. Maybe I think yes. If it was a wedding, no. Hmm. 
So I looked it up just to see it was episode twelve, season one, where we did we talked about kilts. Um and excellent title of True Scotsman and Kilty hmm. Pleasures, which by the way almost was the name of this podcast, Kilty Pleasures. I've memory of um, that. I completely forgot we did an episode of that. So I, I wonder what we I, I bet we asked the same question back then and I wonder what we thought back then because I have a feeling I've changed in the past like year. I think I was more of a purist and now I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, go nuts. I think we did ask that, but because it wasn't about someone going to a rugby game and asking if they could wear... He asked if... he asked that was if, like more like Braveheart. He asked if he could wear a face paint uh, to honour us. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. We said, yeah, no. fine. Um, yeah, but Luke, but you, wouldn't, allowing the you wouldn't see me go to... You know, uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, uh, wearing jorts and Crocs, would you? <laughs> you know, I wouldn't do that. I've I mean... I've seen that like at least four times. You look great in jorts, <laughs> homemade and yeah. everything. You're very They're talented. Bedazzled. Yeah, but you've got the thighs for it. That's <laughs> yeah, the thing. I do have good thighs. Anyway, um, on to L. Uh, yes, I think L and M can probably be taken as a twofer. Uh, Johnny, do you want to tackle this one? <laughs> yeah, one balances out yeah, the other. Yeah. I mean, so so L we've we've put landscape and M we've put midges, and I think to explain midges in case people don't know is effectively mosquitoes, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not worse. They're and they're more annoying, but they're benevolent. More annoying, right? Yeah, and so like the the Scottish landscape is, you know, as is well publicized very beautiful part of the world you know we've got pretty as we mentioned earlier we've got amazing islands there's incredible highlands there's lowlands there's cities it's like it's quite a beautiful place and the further north you go it gets more rugged and you know incredible beaches it's got a lot going for it and when you take the perfect photo it looks like the perfect place there's actually a there's a very beautiful uh, viaduct in uh, in Vernesshire. Uh, <laughs> that is correct. Yes, it's in the Harry Potter. For fans of viaducts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the West Coast Main Line, I think um, from memory. Uh, the The problem is, so you kind of think, oh, I want to get out in that. Let's go camping. Let's go visit the hills and the mountains, and particularly on the West Coast, the thing that will drive you insane and probably away from the country is the hordes of midges that if you wake up in the morning and just be being bitten to death by these like clouds of tiny little flies yeah, yeah that's, and, that's the thing though yeah. you can avoid them because you see them coming over the horizon as a mass oh, it's not so whenever i go you know we were in austin recently i was in louisiana recently and i come back from there just covered in bites because of there's bugs that i never see but I just end up getting covered in bites from it. Whereas at least in Scotland, I see the midges coming. And so <laughs> I feel like I can get prepared for them. That's at least. I, I always kind of associate them with you, Johnny, actually, because one of my fondest school memories uh, is we did this thing called the Duke of Edinburgh Award, uh, which most Scottish school children do. Uh, where you basically go camping, you can uh, you go camping for a week. Uh, you kind of do it throughout the year, but it builds up to kind of doing it for a week. And uh, Johnny and I were uh, tent mates because um, we were in a <laughs> we were in a group of six basically. And I think is that a euphemism? Uh, yeah, uh, but I think Johnny and I but... basically ended up together because we we decided that we were the only two in the group that didn't drive each other insane. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Is that fair to say that? Yeah, like we, we, we both yeah. kind of we. I think most people kind of rotated tent mates at the start, but we were like, you know what? We you know, we, this is actually all right. The two of us, we're okay. It's okay. Um, but <laughs> I, I mean, I remember the the midges were. I mean, it was a beautiful, beautiful time. I'd love to go back and do it properly when I wasn't just a moaning teenager, just complaining about stuff and, you know, <laughs> nearly drowning in a one-foot river. Uh, uh, and, um, and and the midges, I just, I remember them so vividly. And you had to wear either midgey nets over your head, uh, which yeah, were yeah. pretty soul-destroying, or you had to light... Um, it might be an ins. Oh, those sort of citronella. Yeah, kind of, it was like incense uh, or something were. like that. And yeah, it it was just, it was just, it was just like shit. any little bit of skin showing would get bitten, but yeah. it was just horrible, like so and miserable. You, and then you're and you were wet and, the whole oh. time as well because you would always just like yeah. jump into a, you know, a, a divot that was actually just a two foot, <laughs> a two foot well. Bog. Um, oh, yeah, I, but I loved it. I loved it. Um, and I'd, I would I would love to go back and kind of do it again properly uh, when I was I wasn't a little bitch basically. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will say for our for our friend who wrote in, they are much more prevalent on the west coast. And if you're in Inverness, I mean, technically you're on the east coast, even though it's sort of in the middle in a way. And so like they're less of a problem there, but you tend to get them a lot on the west coast and in like wet parts of the highlands. No. Is that true? I think so. I think there's less of them on the I East Coast. I think the East Coast in general, the the weather is slightly more temperate, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Less wet, for yeah. sure. Yeah. The I do remember one of the best repellents for midges was uh, the Avon sunscreen. There was, oh, that's um, right. Weirdly. So I don't know. What's, what's the equivalent of Avon in America? Like, um, I, I don't those, know, actually. Those like pyramid schemes where the lady comes around to your house and sells you makeup products. <laughs> they happen in 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 Britain. They happen to sell this sun suntan spray, which for whatever reason was incredible at repelling midges in Scotland. So I just remember again on Duke of Edinburgh, there was yeah. bottles being passed around. This is news to me. To this is news to me. I do not remember this at all. I'm sure you probably have used it, but just never didn't, maybe didn't have a bottle yourself. I'm actually scratching um, right now, I think just being triggered just by this. So. Just thinking of them, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, they're awful. Yeah. The, only, the only thing I'll say about landscape is one of the things I was... And Scotland is beautiful, genuinely. Go up to the Highlands. It's, it's a stunning country. Uh, there's a great... TV show with you and McGregor and Charlie Brooker, uh, I think his name is, oh, uh, yeah. where they they do the long way round where they ride motorbikes around the world um, through Europe and Russia and all that type of stuff. And the entire time, you and McGregor is just like, it just looks like Scotland. It just looks like Scotland because <laughs> it's the same thing that we keep on saying of like Scotland invented the world. He just he just keeps on saying like, well, they just copied Scotland with all of this, and it's just all the landscape that he sees. He can't be wowed by it because it just looks like home, um, <laughs> which always always made me chuckle. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I guess uh, L and M. You got to take the good with the bad, as you say, Johnny. Um, you you'll love the landscape, but you will hate the inhabitants of it. Uh, speaking of inhabitants, um, <laughs> I'm going to take the next one because this one this was like I think you could probably link the next two as well if you wanted to quite uh, easily. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i could uh well so n is a thing called neds and 
Neds uh, are basically a staple of Scotland. They are they're they're what I guess people would term as uh, louts or hooligans or petty criminals. Um, they're just basically those youths youths uh, that you would um, you would try and avoid at all costs in America. America has them. I'm not quite sure what they call them here. There must be several slang for them. thugs. I suppose mm. I don't know. Layabouts. I think thugs might be a more racially uh, tinged, charged. Uh, racially charged mm. term. Um, but Neds are uh, they, like the the acronym is non-educated delinquents. Although I think that's a a backronym of of it's been yeah. adopted there. You tend to find them on council estates. There, uh, there, there's they don't have much in the way of prospects um they're uneducated individuals as i've uh, been harping on about in this uh, podcast for uh the last, <laughs> last show in a bit um but you're going to find an awful lot of them they're basically massive chancers and they'll probably give you a bit of aggro uh to be honest at some point well, this is this this is the thing i think you are all by saying like they hang around council states and they're like they're uneducated i think is what has come out of that backgroundism, as you said, because all it is is just the Scottish equivalent of they're, they're everywhere. Those gangs of teenagers just hang out in street corners yeah. and are terrifying. Yeah, because let's face it, as an adult, anytime you see a group of teenagers on a night out, you're like, <laughs> well, I'm gonna go three streets away to stay away from them because <laughs> they're gonna do they're something the- or say something. They're the I kids can't do anything that about hang it. outside liquor stores and ask you to buy alcohol for them. Yes, yes. And <laughs> yes. the minute you say no, they turn on you uh, and yes. they call yeah. you a pedo or they call you yeah. homo or something. Um, They'll say some word that you don't even understand because you're yeah. so old that you don't understand the vernacular anymore, yeah. but you know you've been insulted. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. No. And as a teacher, no. uh, you'll probably find some of that. Now, it, I think it tends to be mostly a Glaswegian and Edinburgh thing, but I'm sure Inverness has them as well. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're just little little thugs, basically. They're little jobbies. Little, they're little jobbies. So <laughs> jobbies. try not to take too much notice of them because they will realize the error of their ways when they're about 21, 22. Yeah. 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 Um, do you want me to take next one? Take O. Yeah, this is a big one, yeah, and no we will do a full episode on this at some point. But yeah, you need to know this. this episode. <laughs> this has often been yeah threatened by the mums. Yeah. Oh, don't talk. This about is that. no. This is like a massive thing that we do need to do an episode on. Big. But you need to know this as just a cursory before yeah. you go to Scotland. And it's something. It's very so. It's the old firm, and it's mainly Glasgow based because the the, con, the the old firm is Glasgow Rangers and Glasgow Celtic, the two football teams in Glasgow. They have a rivalry going back. Uh, decades probably centuries the the problem is it can get very very aggressive very very violent people are so passionate about the two teams you know you you've heard there's there's movies being made about football hooliganism and all that type of stuff and we've done other episodes on football in scotland and all that type of stuff and generally we're quite we're quite nice people when it comes to sports but the old firm is definitely a, a place where we kind of 
um, drop the ball, if you will. Oh, hey. uh, it definitely does something slightly different to people, doesn't it, that game? Yeah, and so the point is that you, it's, it, coming from Glasgow, I mean, the last time it happened was at that Jets game that the three of us went to. Uh, I met a guy, he found out I was from Glasgow. The first thing he asked me was, which team do I support, Rangers or Celtic? <laughs> it is always the first question you get asked. Um, yeah. And... So you just need to be aware of it. You need to know when the games are happening, especially if you're in Glasgow, because streets will shut down. You shouldn't go into certain bars. You maybe shouldn't wear certain colors when you're going out and about. Because as nice and friendly and amazing as Scottish people are, we are very, very passionate about sport and we're very passionate about football and sometimes overly passionate about Rangers and Celtic. I think that's the sort of scenario where, you know, we are saying earlier about, could you wear a kilt or not? Like, why not? That might be quite fun. I'm not sure I'd encourage showing up in a, in a Rangers of Celtic no. top without knowing what you're doing. Don't ever do it. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Yeah. No. You, uh, yeah. Just asking for yeah. it's It's a sad state of affairs, really. I remember when, it's got better, obviously, but I remember when we were in high school, there was a kid who was round about our age, uh, and I forget which color which team he was supporting. He was either wearing a Rangers scarf and he walked into a Celtic area and he got stabbed to death or it was the other way around. I forget. Uh, and, you know, you've got to be careful uh, with it. And it's a genuine uh, concern, I think, with, with Americans who are quite wide-eyed and Americans love wearing their sports gear. Uh, mm. Like, mm. I'm wearing a New York Mets t-shirt right now and I, I've and you, Rory, you're wearing an LSU t-shirt uh mm-hmm. like i i've loved adopting wearing mets gear here i've got quite a lot of it uh that yeah you just you just don't do that you don't you do not yeah. do that i also think particularly if you you know say you're you're moving to inverness right there's a there's a feeling of like there's the two huge teams in glasgow and everyone else against them and so like if you yeah. were living in inverness i think it would be like also quite odd to be like oh i'm i'm supporting rangers <laughs> here yeah. like it, it would not be the wisest of choices maybe. you could probably um, get away with wearing an inverness caledonian thistle uh jersey oh yeah, uh, yeah. which yeah, is yeah. fine but yeah it's just something that you've got to be wise to and it's sensible to be neutral um when it comes to those team colors which is kind of a sad thing to say really yeah. but uh yeah yeah I mean, we we should definitely do an episode, but like, there, there's a lot of grim stuff around it of like, you know, the the violence stats on an old firm weekend in Glasgow are like through the roof. Yeah, it's it's pretty awful still, and I'm sure it's definitely been worse in the past, but it's not gone away. Yeah, like for sure. But Inverness Cali Thistle. All right. <laughs> yeah, just pick a just pick a Diddy team, yeah. and you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Inverness Cali Thistle uh, have the best newspaper headline of all time uh, when they famously knocked (laughs) Celtic out of the cup uh, when they were a lower league team, I believe. If they're not in the Premier League anymore, they're they're certainly in the division below. But um, they knocked them out. uh, They beat them (laughs) 3-1, which was one of the biggest cup upsets of all time. And the headline was Super Cali Go Ballistic Celtic are Atrocious. Which I mean, that is just, just a work of unbelievable I mean, perfection. Uh, just excellent work from that man. Terrific stuff. You got to retire after that. Yeah. If you wrote that, you're like, that's <laughs> a mic drop. Mic drop right there. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's yeah, the old firm. That's the old firm. We will get more in depth 
uh, with them another time. Um, P. Oh, who's taking P? Johnny, is it you? P. So P, well, we were debating whether this could be a T because more commonly you would call them tatty scones, which is an amazing delicacy that I don't think you find... Well, maybe you find it in as slightly variations of the same thing, but it's effectively a... I don't even know how to describe it. What is it? It's a, it's a, a, potato, a potato scone. scone made out of potato, right? I mean, yeah. it's yeah. in the name. I mean, this kind of, for me, goes kind of hand in hand with some of the stuff we said about Greg's, like, go and eat these things because they are amazing. <laughs> uh, a and roll like, bacon egg uh, potato scone. It's one of the best things on the planet. I just, so just, they're just spectacular. They're, they're triangular shaped. You, I remember having to take them down to London uh, for my brother because he couldn't get them down there. Right. Um, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit that Jane has figured out how to make them here. So she makes them at home now because she's an incredible person and treats me well. <laughs> and so as a treat every so often, I have potato scones and they're, yeah, it's What do you do in return? Do you like throw an impromptu Mardi Gras where Just. you... You just no. I just I just exist. sashay through the house in your kilt, throwing beads. Like is that? <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, I have a second. I just shove plastic babies into cakes, and then what? make her eat it. What? What's? Oh, what? <laughs> so there's the king cake that's part of Mardi Gras. Um, so it's this delicious but uh, very sugary. Uh, icing covered cake and then part of it is that there's a little plastic baby in it Um, and if you get the baby then i think you it's either good luck or you need to buy next year's king cake to buy a baby oh yeah like scottish um what is it is in christmas cake yeah like a a, a penny or whatever uh, exactly it's the same type of thing okay but um not good teeth (laughs) yeah so but it's a terrifying little plastic baby that's wow. horrifying that's, that's amazing horrifying wow okay yeah it's a weird it's a weird state <laughs> anyway what were we talking about I mean potato scones not much to say <laughs> I mean look, potato scones go to Greg's get yourself a potato scone I think that's fine I think Q yeah. is the far more uh, prevalent I think this is an actual culture shock massive culture this. shock and guys I had to go through I think I said this off air uh, when we were all doing like our ideas for A to Z, um, about four or five of them were all booze related or alcohol related. But I thought this one <laughs> summed it up the best uh, for Scotland. Yeah. This is, again, this isn't necessarily just a Scottish thing. It's very much a British thing. You get this in London yeah. a lot. But Q stands for a quick drink or uh, <laughs> where if you're working, the end of the day, one of your colleagues comes up to you and says, you fancy a quick drink? What does a quick drink mean to you, boys? <laughs> Seven hours later. Yeah. yeah, it means you've eaten two <laughs> packets of crisps for dinner and you've had 14 pints. <laughs> and you're eating a deep fried pizza on the way home, blaming the sick and the dog. Blaming the dog. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I know this is, it is a bit less about Scotland, but we, in my old work, we were here in New York and we took a group of people over to work in London for like a week or something. And, um, 
I remember them coming back and just looking like almost like shell shocked. They were like, what? <laughs> like, what? what? Is it always like that? <laughs> it's like, because it was sort of a combination of like, it was a bit like that anyway. And then also there was some like exciting visitors from the States. And so it was kind of like put into a different gear. But I do think that idea coming he- this way again, it was like, you say to people, oh, I should grab a drink after work and they sort of have a drink and go home. Like literally yes, one drink and yes. go home. And I was like, oh, oh. I thought we were going to hang out. For there, a while. there was a there was a guy I worked with at um, my previous uh, place of employment, which I can't say for legal reasons, but it rhymes with Knox. Uh, <laughs> we went for a beer uh, to watch. I think it was the Euro. It was either Euros or it was a World Cup. It was one of the two big tournaments. I forget which one. And I bought him a drink, fully expecting to get one back yes. you know, as you do in the round system is a big thing i don't know if yes. it's necessarily a big yeah. thing in the u.s maybe not maybe that's another culture shock you gotta you gotta yeah. stand your round um yeah and he left uh so i you know <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay and then i didn't go out with him again for another few months at least and then we went back to the pub for another, it was maybe the Champions League. It was another football thing. He quite liked football. And he came up to me and went, I I still owe you a drink uh, from the last time. <laughs> and uh, our mate Liam was there as well, uh, who I worked with at the time. And the hilarious thing was that he uh, didn't offer to buy Liam a drink because... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> which, was re- which was really, really awkward. Uh, and I mean, at least he settled his debts. He settled his debts, but then, but then, but then, Rory. The funny thing was, I then immediately bought him another drink, like about <laughs> you know after we had that, because you didn't buy Liam one though, obviously. No, no. Why would I? Why would <laughs> no, I? Why would you? Why would yeah. I? He's, he doesn't deserve he's it. He's a ball bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought I had a drinking problem when I first got here because of the same thing. I kept on saying, do you want to go for a quick drink? And everybody would disappear after <laughs> one drink. And I would just be like, well, I'm not done. It's probably why this country is much healthier than ours. <laughs> yeah, but much more boring. I disagree, Johnny. I yeah. don't think this country is much healthier. This country has got yeah, maybe an not. enormous cholesterol problem. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I do think the like the sort of unspoken rounds thing is less a- apparent here. Like that feels like it's sort of ingrained in you the minute you start drinking yes. in pubs in Britain, where there's kind of this thing like three of you go to the pub, someone gets a round, like you sort of know in the back of your head each other person has to then buy a round, like a sort of yeah. If you're going and out it, to the pub with three with two other people, you're having three drinks. Yeah, my my yeah. my dad tells a story of when he was a young journalist back in uh, the 1970s or 80s. Uh, it was his first night, and they would always they would go out and uh, between editions, the first edition would would get put to bed, and then they would go out uh, for for a drink. And no matter who was out, how many people were out, they all had to get around in. So he had the first beer, or what I think, and I think at that point they got a beer and a shot, which is wow horrifying. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and so he had one, and he he made to leave, <laughs> and the the chief sub at the time went what the fuck are you doing and he was like well, well, I've, I've got to go and he went you're going to sit down and you're going to have a fucking round with everybody and I think there was 
five people there at that point. So they had to have five <laughs> beers and five shots. <laughs> and then go and put out the second edition of the newspaper. And he said yeah. it didn't matter how many were there. Everybody had to get one round in. Uh, and wow. yeah, it's like an honor system. It's like a horrifying I, honor system in a way. I have <laughs> had nights where it's been like, if I've had something I've got to do, so I have to go somewhere. I've had like anxiety because I'm sitting there being like, ah, fuck if Like if that person goes up and buys a round, I'm going to have to buy him a round. So I need to. And it was all this like strategy of how to cut them off to make sure that you got out of the round system in time in order to get out and go home. Because yeah. if you get into another cycle, you're, you're buggered. Yeah. yeah. I think you just have to, I remember have to so go like first. being, yes. Yeah. yeah. First, just get one in early and then get yeah. out there. But then it comes second cycle and you're done for. Yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's never a quick drink. Um, and it's, yeah, like it's not just a Scottish thing. It's very much a British thing, but uh, be buyer beware, I guess. Uh, either yeah, just don't, either just don't go or be prepared for. I would say you a, should definitely go. A minimum four. They're good fun. Minimum four. Yeah, yeah. But they're quick as well. Everybody <laughs> chews pints at Everyone home. It's, it's really quick. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to R. Who wants to take R? I'll take R. Uh, I talk about this a fair amount because it's something Jane and I haven't done yet, which is going to go up north and drive around. Again, this is more of a north thing, uh, I think, uh, is the wee windy roads through the highlands and along the water. And again, it's a good way of seeing the landscape that we talked about while I'm avoiding the midges because uh, you're <laughs> inside a car. Um, <laughs> but there's these tiny little roads they're, they're, like I said, very windy and kind of a bit dangerous at times, but so much fun to drive around. And the motorways are still relatively small. You don't have these massive four-lane highways that you do here. Um, you, you And everything is, well, I mean, you know me in distances, so everything's like 10, me- 10 meters away from each other. Uh, so 20 minutes, and it's dead easy to get anywhere. Um but lots of, lots of sheep on the roads if you go to the right place yes and if you are you know if you want to go to one of the most famous roads in scotland go to the electric brays which is <sighs> the, the incredible optical illusion where you can basically sit in your car take the handbrake off and you will roll uphill as opposed to rolling downhill that do you know, the thing I had not really realized till I was slightly older was we used to go to the electric rail when I was quite young. Like it's in Ayrshire, I think, right? I think so. Or but somewhere on that yeah. coast. And um, I remember like telling people at art school about it and we did a trip once. I was like, oh, we should go see it. Now we're a bit older, it'll be fun. And like we drove out there. And what I'd forgotten is like, it's actually in a really sketchy bit of road that people drive incredible. Yes. It's just like two lanes yeah. and people blast down <laughs> that road on the, basically on the edge of like a, a bit of water. And like you just, people just stop their car in the middle of this yeah. like tiny lane, and it's like it's actually quite a scary place to be. There's a lot of those country lanes which all of a sudden is just one single lane going both ways, and it's empty, and so you think you can just gun it, and then all of a sudden there's another car just coming straight at you. Um, yeah. Kind I, of. I failed terrifying. my driving test multiple times, but um, one of the times that I failed my driving test was. Uh, <laughs> when I stupidly asked the instructor when we went on a country road, which, you know, when you get the national speed limit 
uh, sign yeah. there, which is uh, it's it's a white circle with a black um, black cross through it, diagonal. black black diagonal uh, mark through it. And and I went, I don't know why I did this. Turned to him and said, "What's the speed limit here?" <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me like I just you just failed done a jobby in the car. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, but right, shall we just stop yeah, here? Yeah, there's no point, mate. Yeah, turn it around. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's yeah. The roads, it is that's a definite culture shock because Americans just they have highway everywhere. I I remember coming not to America. I went to Canada and drove like we flew to Calgary and then hired a car and drove across the Rockies and I and I thought. Oh, it'll be so cool. It'll be all these like little mountainous roads, and it's literally like a highway through the Rockies. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was not expecting that. Yeah. It, you don't even know how they like. Yeah, here in America, I, I'm driving on these roads, and I think I don't know how they built these because they must have just like nuked a mountain to make such a big road. <laughs> Whereas in definitely S- felt like that. Scotland, you know exactly how the roads were made. It's like well just a bunch of cows walked on the same path long enough so they eventually just paved it and now cars drive on it like that's it's just we country roads that cars now drive on it's yeah. terrifying um yeah okay okay uh s is uh see you jimmy and we're getting to the part of the list where you know it's starting to get a little bit contrived uh clearly <laughs> um see you jimmy i guess can go in the kind of stereotypical scottish vernacular or insults or whatever um for I, americans probably have seen this but a see you jimmy hat is a tartan hat typically that's kind of got fake ginger hair coming out of it uh, it's also known as like a kind of bonnet, a bonnet. It's, it's it's kind of it's also known as a tamashanter it's um named after a guy called see you jimmy which is a stereotypical character created by the comedian Russ Abbott. Um, yeah, there's not much. I learned a thing today that he's he's English. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you not know that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize there's, that. There's not much more Very to say funny. about it, really. I mean, I guess uh, you see it at uh, Scottish sports events a lot. You see it at Scottish rugby and football matches. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was I was scraping the bottom bottom of the barrel for us. I I also read one other thing this afternoon that said in 2003. Um, Russ Abbott's character, see you, Jimmy, came third in the Glasgow Herald's poll to find the most Scottish person in the world behind Ian and Jimmy Cranky. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Very thorough. That's really, that's really depressing. Wow. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, I'm going to call, I'm going to add into this because I think see you, Jimmy is a bit crap. Uh, <laughs> the the <laughs> Scots language, I'm going to say, is a bit of a culture shock. And I know that kind of fits in with accents, but... There are a number of words that you're not going to know when you go over there because they're almost like a different language. There's a debate, and I think we'll probably eventually do an episode on this, but there's a debate as to whether Scots is its own language or if it's just a derivative of English. And a lot of people argue that it's its own language because of the number of unique words that we have. And for me, it's always one of those things that I don't know the word. I don't know the words are new or different. It's like jobby. Jobby is could be classed as part of the Scots language because it's a word that is unique to Scots that we don't really quite realize is a uniquely Scottish word until somebody else kind of tells us. Ken is also a Scots language word. And so the point is, it's kind of something that you'll experience, especially in Inverness, but all around Scotland is, is all these 
weird words that you won't hear anywhere else. So just ask people mm. what they mean. That's great, Rory, but it wasn't on the Google Doc, so... <laughs> yeah, I just, cause I just, I didn't... I'd like to add S for a Socky Hall Street at 3 a.m. on a Saturday night. <laughs> that is a culture shock. I'd like to add S for stay in your lane, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, T. <laughs> you, I'd like to add S for you, son of a bitch. <laughs> T for time's up, lads. This will do nicely. Um, T, yeah, this this is maybe an obvious one because um, it's we again notice it here a lot when you come. But T for tipping, tipping is absolutely not done in the same way that it's done in America. In fact, yeah. I think you would be looked at slightly oddly if you tipped the way people tip here i mean it'd be it would seem very generous but there's not uh you know i I think often tourists find that in their first time abroad to come into the states or north america where you get that look in the first place you go or it's a cab from the airport and they're like waiting for you to be like actually tip and it's because partly because it's just not done in the same way like you know you could argue that's maybe because people in service industries are paid better and don't yeah. need to rely on it and uh but it, it's often like quite funny people coming here where i remember actually again it was in canada not in america one of the first times i came with a friend where we were like old enough to drink we went to a bar on the first night like almost like straight off the flight and i think we just hadn't really thought much or probably had too many beers yeah. also and then just kind of paid and got ready to leave and the guy was a bit like he was very polite but a bit like that's not how yeah that's not what we do here and i was like okay and then ever since you know you just learn quite quickly don't you i it's so it's i i agree it's a massive culture shock coming here and it's one of those things that i probably culturally that i google the most here yeah is because i still don't know the rules of who you fucking tip and who you don't it's like (laughs) you're you're you don't tip the coffee person i don't know why but you oh do you tip don't the i tip person. the coffee person all the bloody time i would tip the coffee apparently person apparently you don't need to or not meant to what but they give not you, in the no. same way they give you the option i mean maybe if the it option was, on the card if, when it says everybody gives yeah. you the 20 percent. yes everybody literally everybody gives you the option but i don't although i would be, i mean this is probably testament to no one knows like on a if it was just a drip coffee maybe you know a buck but like if they're making you a cappuccino why well, also? I also only drink drip coffee as well. I'll oh, give him a little tip. Bit miserable, no? No, I'm not saying. <laughs> but this is the thing. I don't You're know who I'm meant to. Like, like why don't I? Why don't I tip the Best Buy guy? M M on the list. You is don't for tip the Best bastards. Buy guy. <laughs> I should be tipping the Best wow. Buy guy. So when I go to the supermarket, am I meant to be tipping those people? You don't like, tip them. No, you don't, don't tip the supermarket. This right? is what I'm talking about. Like. I, but I get to the stage where I'm just like, all right, fuck it, I'll just tip everybody. Yeah, and then, then I don't I, have any money because you just give money away all the time. I, I think it's the... Well, can we talk about percentages as well? Because that's the one that keeps me up at night. The In the UK, I think it's it's sort of... It's generally seen 10% is okay to tip. But then here... If yeah. you're going to, yeah, it's maybe 10%. For, and yeah, 10% like for a restaurant... Or ta- yes. maybe a ta- yeah, yeah. taxi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, technically, you usually tip the taxi. Or it's uh, like keep the chains. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Here, I mean, originally. 10% would be seen as rude, yeah, right? And, oh, yeah. Well, and it used to be 15%, but 15 is now seen as rude. And now 
now you it's like generally accepted that you need twenty percent, but even yeah. but then you get on like the food apps and it's like automatic twenty five percent. You're like, yeah. pardon, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. crazy, right? I I don't know apparently because I'm not <laughs> tipping my coffee person. I can't believe. I mean, surely you got- <laughs> can't wait. Tomorrow morning, you're out there like dropping like twenty dollars <laughs> for a coffee. I've done that before. I remember buying a slice of pizza. Oh, I just keep it. I don't care. My first week here, and I didn't know. Again, I didn't know how who to tip, how much to tip, and I didn't know the the notes well enough. And I bought a dollar slice of pizza and tipped him five dollars. <laughs> and I was just like, God, oh, I hate this country. Well, that's arrogant. It's that can't, is I arrogant. Don't it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, look, tipping is a. I mean, going that way is easier, I guess, because it's not as complicated. I think it's more complicated here mm. than it is in the UK. Uh, tipping, yeah. so, I would say tipping is the thing that keeps British people up at night most uh, in this country. Yes. Just the, yes, Because it, it's that awkwardness of how much do I reward yeah. you for the job that you're supposed to be doing? Well, what about, <laughs> okay, so I've got, um, I live in a rented apartment um, where my landlord pays for everything. And so I recently had guys in doing work on the apartment and I had nothing to do with the money. No. Yeah, that's no, that tricky scenario that, that I think. You shouldn't tip for that. That's what I thought. So I didn't. But there was definitely uh, a bit of hanging about <laughs> before they left. I think you should encu- I think you should encourage your landlord to tip. Like you should check whether they have done. Well, I said, I just said, um, so you've sorted everything out with the landlord in terms of like money and stuff, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, you've got you've got his details. Excellent. That was how I, I, I stepped away from the hanging about. I think when it right. starts to <laughs> go into the realms of ridiculously expensive, like uh, guys that are moving your moving house for you, and you're sort of like, oh, okay, uh, this is already fifteen hundred dollars. Or however, right. however much, and they're already complaining that it's like, oh, this is a two-day job. And it's like, <laughs> it's not though. It's a one-day job if you just would stop complaining. Uh, no, but it is raining. It's like, yeah, but it rains a lot here, guys. Uh, I, Where are these guys from? They're from Jersey. Obviously, they're from Jersey. Uh, but I don't know if you should tip them at that point. But that's probably not the nice thing to do. Because it's because it get I don't know it I, gets to so expensive that all you're paying for at that point is labor. Uh, they're not like building you anything. They're literally just moving stuff, you know. But so is the coffee person. They're just moving coffee into a cup. <laughs> no, and no, then no, handing no, it Rory. To you. They're building you coffee. They're building you a coffee. I just I don't. What about so? Why do I tip the same amount to to the guy that makes me an elaborate cocktail as the guy that just opens a bottle of Budweiser? Why well, wouldn't I would tip differently there? I think. I mean, I probably would, but because I think there's a thing. Oh, it sounds like we need to do chat, an episode like, on tipping, chaps. I could um, do. Yeah. I could talk about this for hours. Let's move on, eh? Let's move on. Uh, you is yeah, on can. how much you really like should tip. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, you is on uh, UFOs. Uh, now, chat. I'm going to throw this back to you two. I think you two feel a little bit uh, more 
kinship. I, th- I think this is Rory's sole interest, is it yeah. not? He's sort of slowly turning this podcast into a UFO podcast. I didn't, I wasn't planning on this. It's just, we've ended up having like five episodes that have mentioned UFO sightings in Scotland. So I wanted to make sure that Tom was aware. I default? No, you default. <laughs> when he's there, he is statistically probably going to be abducted by aliens at some point. So yeah, you just need to be prepared for that. Um, what I mean, it still baffles me why they chose Scotland of all places to have all these visits. Well, because like, it's the, the the like we invented the entire world. All landscape is based on Scottish landscape. It's the yeah. cultural hub of humanity. It makes complete. I mean, who needs Ro- Roswell when you've got Bodwell? Amazing hey. if, if you and McGregor got abducted by aliens and he got on the ship. It's like that just looks like Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's not much to say about UFOs. Go and listen to our back catalogue and you'll just hear them get mentioned a bunch of times. It's bizarre. Where was the place? Was it near Falkirk? There was that kind of uh, new... There is the... Hub- yeah, the Falkirk visits. Triangle. Bonnie Bridge? Falkirk Triangle. Falkirk Triangle. Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, we're rattling through these now, boys. Uh, v, yeah. uh, well, we've already kind of discussed this with the old firm, but V is for violence. I mean, is that unfair? <sighs> this is I probably more I mean, of a Glasgow I- thing. Yeah, I I would say it's not as bad as it used to be. I mean, I think there was a long period of time where Glasgow was often like cited as the most violent whatever in you know Europe. And actually, I I don't think it's at like train spotting levels of grimness anymore in Scotland. Yeah. But it's definitely not all roses. There's like I would there's say. no, and, and I think it comes back to yeah, like the earlier points about there is a little bit of an undercurrent of like don't wear the wrong top in the wrong part of town and you know this there is a bit of that i think yeah. still yeah. maybe in glasgow more than other places and it's probably so not that in inverness I'd just be aware be of fair, it so no i wouldn't yeah. have thought so uh yeah i think that's safe. probably a bit unfair to to say that these days and we have obviously also said that scottish people are very friendly uh before so <laughs> it's kind of weird yeah but you can mix yeah we're friendly but violent yeah i think that that's true that's why one of our best assaults is called the Glasgow Kiss. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. it is there's an emotional connection when we do it. It's yeah. not you know, like we're not we're not psychopaths. We're, we're not empty <laughs> inside when we do it. We care about you. And that's <laughs> why we're headbutting you. <laughs> okay. So also the Glasgow smile as well. Yeah. We want yeah. to make you happy by cutting your face open. <laughs> It's lots of high emotion, both directions. Mm. And the tipping point between the two is very There's close. no gray area. Yeah. yeah. Okay, W is weather, which is a biggie, all right? I mean, that's a massive... <laughs> that's huge. For, that could, again, have been an R for rain or D for yeah. depression. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, you know, I think it's the Scandinavians that say there's no bad weather, only bad clothes, but that's only because oh, they don't live off. in Scotland. Fuck off, Scandinavia. No. <laughs> that's insane. Patronizing Cut, try, try and have it raining in the morning, Honestly, sunning people, in the afternoon, yeah. then, like, snow in the evening. It's <sighs> People think I'm joking when I talk about how much it rains in Scotland, and, and they're like, ha, 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 yeah, yeah, sure. And it's like, no, no, it... Like those periods where you, it's like, I don't know, February through May, and it's been grey for a hundred days. The <laughs> like, you know, Johnny, I 
that's it's actually a a west west of uh scotland thing because yeah. well you alluded to it earlier but um i was so surprised when uh we went to st andrews and it didn't rain very much in st andrews yeah east coast is much drier i think that's glasgow fair. is just the pits it just rains all the time it does yeah it's funny because like, i it's it's the, <laughs> i was thinking of it like there's a bit of the like not in the same way as new york but like if you can make it there you can make it anywhere but there's a kind of like if you can survive there you can survive anywhere <laughs> because you end up being having to be so hardy to like deal with like endless darkness and grim miserable weather that you're like well everywhere else is nicer isn't this great <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. Like St Andrews was definitely um, windy, but was sunnier, and that was nice. Glasgow, the grayness is really depressing. <laughs> really gets you. Um, I was just looking up what the um, Inverness ten day weather forecast is, and it's just rain. <laughs> it's just rain. <laughs> I also just so, discovered that there is an Inverness in Florida. So uh, is that just rain we'll... for the whole time, or <laughs> in Florida? Yeah, Inverness, Florida. Mm, no, they they're in the like seventies, and it's just sun. That be half weather in in Inverness. Florida. That would be great if Tom Riddle was actually moving to Inverness, Florida, and he's got the <laughs> wrong end of the stick about this podcast. <laughs> That's what you get for never leaving Utah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, the, I would say I've been to Utah uh, on holiday once. It's genuinely one of the best holidays I've ever been on because um, I went on a – it was Vegas and Utah, and I thought Vegas was going to be great and Utah was going to be really boring, and Vegas was shit. I, like, really hate Vegas. I, I have no interest in going back there. Utah is an absolutely stunning state with all these incredible national parks, uh, you know, incredible landscape and scenery. Um, and I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't realize we were on you for Utah. I no, no, no. I'm, I'm, w for I'm weather. I'm getting back to it. This is W for what the hell are you doing right now? Getting back to it. W for where are you going with this? The weather there <laughs> is lovely. And it is a culture shock, I would say, going from something like that to Scotland, which I'm not going to lie, Tom, it's, it's it's rough. Wear layers, um, always look at the, the entire day's weather and always carry an umbrella. And a midget. Yeah. And a midget, yeah. <laughs> um... And a Greg it's... sausage roll in your pocket, just in case. <laughs> uh, okay, right. X. We're on to the last three. These are the bullshit ones that, you know, we really kind of... We really scrape in the barrel. Yeah. Every time you do alphabet things, X, Y, and Z are always just pushing the boundaries of what you can get away yeah. with. Okay. Um, so, I mean, X is the most bullshit one. So, in that note, Rory, do you want to take this one? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, it's a saltire cross. It's the closest we could get. It looks like a cross. The saltire is our flag. You'll see our flag everywhere. It's in the shape of a, an X, like a cross, because that's what St. Andrews was crucified on. Go back to our St. Andrews episodes. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Jog on, mate. Brilliant. 
tends to mean that either there's a foot, if you see lots of them, there's either a football game on or you've got some very nationalist neighbors. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Uh, why, Johnny? Do you want to take why? I think this might be one of Rory's favorite phrases, which is we and why we have the. Fr- I mean, it comes back to some of the language, but our why is your more. Yeah. Which I don't know. It's kind of in the same category as Bobag, Bohid. I think your ma also came up in the um, Scotland invented everything episode as our just as a problem really? again is the kind of oh, the banter like X Y Z uh, doesn't matter just <laughs> it's a great your response ma. to anything really like yes. I think it sort of comes from someone giving you an insult and you kind of going well so is your, what's so the is equivalent your of like, yeah. ah, so is the American the American equivalent is your mom is so fat mm-hmm. yeah we I just boiled mom. it down to its essence yeah. We don't we <laughs> yeah. don't follow it up with anything. We just say Yermo. Yeah. Yermo. And everybody understands the point. We get the point across. Yeah. Okay. Uh and then right. Z or Z uh is this Maybe that's the culture clash, just mm. how to say that later. Yeah, I'm I'm genuinely baffled. I'm not quite sure what it should be. Uh but zoo. Um and Z, a zoo Z-talk. is a very uh it's purely a Scottish <laughs> invention. I don't believe there's any others <laughs> in the world. Um as far as <laughs> yeah, well, Edinburgh Zoo is the only place in Scotland you can see giant pandas. That's yeah, and and I think they had babies recently. Should I should I tell people what a zoo is? It's a it's an it's an area where <laughs> well, animals at least for, really the, for the idiots out there, uh, <laughs> animals are confined uh, from not necessarily a natural habitat, and they they live there. It's like an animal prison. Mostly, it's an animal prison. Usually, they've uh, committed some sort of crime. Um, <laughs> depending on the severity of the crime they may be in with other animals their habitats may be bigger or smaller um do you know there's a panda there's a panda cam for edinburgh so you can watch the panda yeah i I guess the only culture shock about it it's kind of like the trams for edinburgh edinburgh doesn't really have much to talk about uh so they you know i'm sure utah has a good zoo or two but edinburgh zoo it's like oh yeah, but we got pandas. Uh, and, you know, we're falling into the trap of Chinese diplomacy here, boys. So. <laughs> Do you know how much they've been paying China a year to oh, have pandas? Uh, jo- they have to pay them a year? So they're just £750,000 a year. Are you kidding? So they're just renting the pandas? What? They're renting the pandas, yeah. They've just been extended. I was reading this earlier. They've just been extended for two more years. That's, what does that mean for the babies? That's nonsense. I think they... Well, surely it, those are Scottish babies born in Scottish <laughs> land. It's going to be an international diplomacy issue. Do here. we do we have like a badger over there that is in the sort of <laughs> Shanghai Zoo? Haggis. No, it's, a, it's a wet scabby dog. Three haggis, yeah. <laughs> and a manatee, very angry terrier. <laughs> oh my god! The, oh my god! <laughs> the angry terrier is giving birth. <laughs> The terrier cam is just it licking its own balls. <laughs> uh, well, look, you can tell by the fact that we just phoned in the last three that we've got to the end of our list. Um, well, I mean, that was that was incredible. Chris, you put in the hard yards for a lot of that. So thank you. Well done. That was great. I mean, look, it was it was a great question, Tom, and like I said at the beginning, it's the first time we've ever done an episode uh, on a question from a reader. Uh, Shinty doesn't count. 
Um, and <laughs> for, for a reader that suggested Shinty, yeah, fuck him. Oh, uh, if you are listening, Shinty person, come on to Burn Supper tonight. Give Chris shit. <laughs> yeah, be amazing if it was Harry Potter. Expelliarmus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a great question, and I, I don't know. We just uh, we felt that it was something that we needed to address and if you think we've missed anything let us know on on the social meds yeah uh yeah well i, d- I don't know and you know we'll we'll we're, we're gonna do the burns stuff we're not quite sure what we've got coming up after that but this one was fun i enjoyed it a lot yeah um and if you've got other topics you'd like us to crack into then oh sorry i should probably say uh, right now we solved that we solved the case of the a to I, Z. I, can i just say right now the the bay city rollers are a scottish <laughs> band. we didn't mention a band though it's okay i think we can get away with it we don't okay yeah i know i just wanted to yeah say that scrap that they are ignore a that. scottish musical band <laughs> email us this will do nicely pod at gmail.com with your topics uh but yeah this was this was good i like this one we look forward to hearing those people uh the burn supper um if you didn't join and you're listening to this after tuesday night uh look forward to listening to that episode next week yeah i think that's it this will do lads this will do nicely Thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and write a quick review on whichever podcasting app you're using. It really does help us out. We'd love to hear from you either via our email, thistledonicelypod at gmail.com or via facebook.com slash thistledopod or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thistledopod. You can also visit our website, thistledonicelypod.com. All original music in this podcast is written and performed by our very own Johnny Naismith. Please like and subscribe to his YouTube channel and follow him on Instagram at J-A-W underscore K-N-E-E underscore. Love, hugs, and kisses from the Thistle Do Nicely pod. The thistle do nicely. The thistle do nicely. The thistle do nicely. The thistle do nicely.